0: You're listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast only on FairfieldStags.com. Hey, Stags fans, welcome back to a special Stag Sports Network podcast episode. JJ Duke here with you as once again we continue to get closer and closer to opening up the 2020 2021 academic year. Um, if you haven't been able to join us over the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple of really intriguing podcasts as we learned about the athletic sides of things, of how the student-athletes are going to be coming back, how they're going to reacclimate themselves on campus, strength and conditioning-wise, as we spoke to Mike Harris a couple of weeks ago. Then most recently, we had a sit-down with the Director of Athletics, Paul Schlickman, to kind of get his take on how things have been going. But now we're delighted to be joined by the Dean of Students for Fairfield University. That's Will Johnson to talk kind of what the academic side and the student life side will be like coming over the next few weeks. So, Will, first off, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Great. Thanks for having me this morning, JJ. Definitely. So your job has certainly not been the easiest over the last five months or so. I mean, if you look at how things have gone, you've had to go from regular life to remote learning back in March, then to figuring out how this year is going to look like. From your perspective, what what has this past five months been like for you? Uh, it's been intense, for lack of a better word.
1: Uh, We've been working really hard on our campus to uh, one sort of you know that, that move to remote learning that you you mentioned from you know March right on through the end of the academic year, April, May, and then you know, changing our, our focus to let's talk about the fall and how we're gonna get our university, the campus ready for repopulation, so to speak. So it's it's been busy, it's been intense, folks have been working you know, around the clock, certainly there are a lot of questions that our community members have, our faculty, our staff, our students, but certainly the, the larger Fairfield community has lots of questions about what we're doing. Parents and families have questions about what's going on. So, you know, responding to all of that and providing information on an ongoing basis has, has really required us to be
0: on, on our A game throughout the summer. And not only the A game, but it, it's not only... The fact that, yes, we're going into unprecedented times, but we're also learning as we go about this. And one of the main things that I've found interesting from a neutral perspective is watching what other campuses, not only in the state of Connecticut, but really everywhere, what they're trying to do. So I'm curious um, to hear from you, what have you kind of seen how other schools have gone about their business and maybe taking some of the things that you like that you can help implement into what, was gonna, what is going to be the reopening plan for Fairfield?
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really great point. So uh, I'm pretty sure it was either Dr. Nemec or, or Kevin Lawler, our, our COO, mentioned very early on, you know, as we're going through this process to pay attention, right? This is not just about doing, but it's sort of about the learning that we're going to gain from it as well, too. And and really sort of how, how will we make Fairfield actually a better university throughout all of this, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, but there have been so many things that we've learned about ourselves and uh, our Procedures and protocols here institutionally. Certainly, uh, online or remote education has been a, a sort of a large advancement for us here in terms of thinking about how that looks today, but also how it looks in the future, right? There's certainly lots of talk about, you know, online and remote education is, is sort of the wave of the future. And, you know, I know students come to Fairfield because they want that traditional residential in-person purpose experience. and not just coming here, you know, to, to take online classes, but at the same time, from an institutional standpoint, it gave us an opportunity to learn. The other piece that you mentioned about, you know, um, what other colleges and universities are doing, perhaps more than ever uh, have we been in contact with our counterparts at other universities. You know, we're sort of all in this together and you know coming from an athletic perspective, you know, there's certainly the the rivalry piece and you know we have Sacred Heart right across town. And it's like, you know, we, we we don't want to necessarily be on the same playing field, so to speak, with them at all at all times. But we're we're in the same boat right now. You know, we 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 are going through the same things that they are and you know, we got to lean on each other right now to say, what, what are you hearing? What are you learning? Particularly from other schools here in the state that are very similar to us. So a Sacred Heart, a Quinnipiac, a University of New Haven, which are, you know, smaller to mid-sized residential campuses. There, there, there are a lot of different things that we have to be prepared for that are, you know, very much in line with each other because the state of Connecticut is essentially telling us all we need to do the same thing.
0: You did mention about how you've learned a lot about the good things and the improvements that Fairfield have seen through this period. For you, has there been anything that was a a bit of a pleasant surprise in learning about the university's profile or maybe something that, like, all right, knew that we were going to check off this box. But, yeah, after all this, we've checked off.
1: You know, I said this to someone yesterday. You know, if anything, what this experience has not necessarily taught me but reinforced Uh, the great team that we have here at Fairfield University. Um, People have really come together. We have looked at this and approached this as as one Fairfield and, and not as, you know, this is my turf, that is your turf. You worry about what you need to do. I'll worry about this. You know, we're all working on this very collaboratively. We set up a number of different Uh, working groups um, that were, you know, uh, integrated with representatives from many different units across campus. So even if you're talking about, you know, facilities, for example, it's not just the facility staff on there, you're bringing faculty in that conversation, students into that conversation, everyone who has a perspective about what needs to go and whatever those final decisions that we are making. So it it really has, um, you know, reinforced, Something that I already knew about Fairfield that there are really good people who work here at the university. Um, I know folks are tired right now, but I know in another respect, people are reinvigorated. You know, in terms of our purpose and 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 what we're here for and what we're all about. So that that's that's been great. You know, just to to sort of experience that and and sort of see how committed people here at the university
0: are to the university and to our our students as well. Definitely great to hear. Now, um, for people that are looking for the information on how or, or what the plan is going to be like in the reopening for this fall 2020 semester, they could go to fairfield.edu for that information. But, Will, kind of in the nuts and bolts variety of it, what should students be anticipating, not only when they return to campus, but what is there gonna be, their daily life going to be like? Yeah, well, you know, for our
1: returning students, uh, it's going to be different you know it's not going to be what they uh, had experienced up until the point that we went remote right after spring break uh last year Um, you know students are still going to be able to engage with each other still going to be able to interact with each other students are still going to go to class the uh the dining facilities will still be open we'll actually have a few more on campus because we need to you know uh, uh, make sure that we're, we're following those physical distancing standards that are, that are in place. Um, I think what students are going to find more than anything else, you know, you got to wear masks. You got to wear masks all of the time. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about wearing masks, except for when you're uh, in your residence hall room or university housing assignment, or you're eating. Other than that, you're going to have to wear a mask. University is certainly looking to put together, or we have put together, a number of activities. Uh, Our Office of Student Engagement has been working really hard to make sure that there are, um, you know, events and programs that students can participate in. Uh, Eli Okandan, our our director of our recreation complex, and his crew have been making sure that that the RecPlex is, is, is ready to go. I think you probably know, JJ, the RecPlex is probably, you know, one of the most frequented facilities here on campus, probably next to the dining hall and the library. Um, So students are going to, they're going to need a place and a space where they can go to, to lit off some steam because, you know, concerns about, you know, just being a college student in general are going to be present. But I think some of the anxiety that comes across about being in this, um, highly populated community with this virus, um, ever-present amongst us is going to create some stress for some people. So certainly finding some outlets for students to be able to um, decompress a little bit uh, is going to be really important. Uh, What's not going to happen for our students are some of those uh, impromptu gatherings, as I like to call them. You know, the parties are, they can't happen. They really can't happen. And and in, in students, you know, they may be thinking, well, let, let, let me see how far I can go with this. Let me see if I don't exactly follow the guidelines, what will happen to me. And, you know, as I mentioned early on, in terms of anticipating what our response will be in some of these situations, and, I, and I'm not one as a dean of students who wants to come out and say, if you do this, you do, this is what's going to happen. I always want to give students when they come into our office an opportunity to tell their side of the story. But if it's documented, that you had 25 people in your residence and we said you could only have four or six or eight or 10, then you're creating a huge issue, a huge health risk for our campus. And we don't have the ability to just give out warnings in this case. Um, You know, we're going to have to cut right to the chase and there are going to be some consequences that um, students and perhaps their families are not going to be very excited
0: about. Two kind of follow-ups to this first on if students have questions or if they need to even ease anything in their mind in terms of what are the expectations, where can they go to, and also for those, as you said, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be anxious, whether it's students, student-athletes, faculty. Are there resources that are out there that Fairfield can provide to help maybe, I don't want to say relieve some of that stress, but at least help cope with it a little better?
1: Absolutely. Great question, JJ. So, um, to your first question, uh, definitely our office. You know, the Office of Dean of Students is a, is a great one-place stop, one-stop shop for students and their families to find out some of the answers to these questions that they're having about the return to campus. Um, I know some of our offices, I think of Student Health Center, I think of our Office of Residence Life. I mean, they are really busting their tails right now to get the final pieces in place for, for this reopening. Uh, so certainly I, I direct folks to, to our office, to myself, to our assistant dean allison berger um to our director of restorative mentoring father michael duty who i know many of our student athletes know very well you know reach out to us contact us and and, and we'll be able to to provide you with uh some insight some information on on what you need to know uh, i have to definitely give a shout out to our, our counseling and psychological services staff um you know they're they're going to uh they're going to be needed <laughs> this upcoming year. So certainly students who, who need someone to, to walk alongside with them, to accompany them, you know, counseling is definitely a, where, a place to go. For students who are living on campus in residence, we have our professional staff in our residence, our residence life staff, our area coordinators, peers, our RAs for our new students, new student leaders, um, you know, definitely, definitely lean into those folks. You know, I know I mentioned early on what it's going to be like for our returning students. Um, I, I failed to mention what it's going to be like for our new students who haven't been to college just yet, but had have had this idea in their mind about what the college experience is going to be like. And, and certainly, this is not what it, they anticipated it would be when they said, yeah, I'm coming to Fairfield back in January or any period in time between there and, you know, and May 1st when they made their final decision. So, you know, we want to make this a, a positive experience. We want to make this a, a, an academic environment that's supportive of our students. Um, but there, there are going to be some more directives, rules, um, so to speak, that are in place that we're we're going to expect that all members of our community and I know I've mentioned students many times before but but for everyone who's a part of our campus community that there's going to be the expectation that they follow them.
0: Now we've discussed a lot about what the student life is going to be like what academics may look a little bit like but to quickly kind of transition this over into our athletic side of things obviously and again if you haven't had a chance to listen to go back and listen to our most recent chat with Paul Schlichman where we discussed of what the last few weeks have been like where the NCAA and the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference have made their announcements regarding uh, the fall sports season but um, from your outlook how are things going to maybe now be different for our student athletes knowing that all of a sudden you're not just worrying about academics, practice, games, et cetera. But you're now trying to balance all of this together while just waiting to know, Hey, when are we going to get out into the field again?
1: Yeah, no, there, there, there's definitely some opportunities there. And, and I have to say JJ, this message hits home. You know, my daughter, uh, who'll be a sophomore in college this year is a student athlete herself. She's a women's basketball player. So she's, um, she's been, you know, anxious about, you know, what this upcoming year is going to look like. And she's been in touch with, with her school and her coaches and, you know, just trying to figure out what, what's, what is this all going to mean? We know athletes are used to a routine, right? They sort of know what to anticipate at various points throughout the year. And, and certainly that that's going to be different for them this year, um, you know, particularly for our fall sports, where the announcements have already been made that there's not going to be any um, you know, fall competition., um, but I, I imagine that you know, coaches and athletes are going to want to you know stay in shape, stay conditioned, stay focused on on their craft of athletics, right? and i have and I have great respect for that. I've, I've been a part of athletics for you know a, a long time, having coached and you know work in athletic administration for a short period of time. So I, I, I get, you know what, the coaches and the athletes are going to want to out of their experience. And we want to be able to make sure that there's some, some room for that. On the flip side, I also know how busy student athletes normally are and, and sort of how their lives are often dictated to them about, you know, where they need to go, where they're going to be at certain uh, periods of time. So I look at this as an opportunity, uh, perhaps for our student athletes to, um, further engage and integrate themselves in in campus life in ways that they may not normally be able to do because of the time spent on the playing field and in the training room and, you know, on the bus or the van, you know, to athletic competitions, spending in hotel. They're going to be spending a lot of their time, you know, at least for the fall. I don't know what the winter and spring is going to look like just yet, Um, but they're going to be spending a lot more time on campus than they probably have in the past. And, you know, now it's a great time for them to be students or become a little bit more of the student than the athlete, you know, in terms of that balance um, during this upcoming year. That's what I know I've encouraged my daughter to do. Um, You know, you spend a lot of time with your teammates, and and that's great. I'm I'm, I'm all about that. But this is a great time to get to know some other people, you know, within the university community. Sort of spread your wings, branch out a bit, and, um, you know, really find out all that
0: Fairfield University has to offer. Yeah, it's a great shout. Uh, we're going to leave it with this. I know that you've said earlier that, you know, if people follow <clears throat> all the rules that are set in place, wear a mask, you said to yourself, you're not going to get X, Y, and Z in the results. But certainly at the end of the day, if everybody's going to do their part into making sure that we have this experience as it is, things are going to be certainly all right down the road if we all do what we need to do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm confident
1: that things are going to be all right. No no matter what ends up happening, um, things will will be okay. Um, Fairfield's going to make it through this. Fairfield's a great university. We've got great leadership here. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to make it through. It's going to be challenging. There are going to be some bumps in the road. Um, everyone on our campus and our community is going to have to make adjustments. And, and, and our success is really going to be based upon how much people are willing to adjust, how much people are willing to adapt and change. And, and if they are,
0: as usual, we can do some really great things here at Fairfield. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation. Um, appreciate the time that you've given us here. Great. Thanks for having me, JJ. Absolutely. And again, for more information on uh, everything to know about this fall semester for Fairfield University, fairfield.edu is where you need to go. And if you want to check in on more of the resources that we are talking about, uh, again, fairfield.edu uh, is where you need to go. That's going to do it for this conversation here in the Stag Sports Network. Make sure to follow us on social media at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, at Stag Sports Network on Twitter. Until next time, this is JJ Duke signing off. Go Stags! Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit fairfieldstags.com.